Good morning. It's the VSA Morning Miner, Tuesday, the 5th of September. And I, David Scrimnum, with Ollie O'Donnell. How are you, sir? Yes, very well. Thanks, David. Uh, how are you doing? Very good. Let's crack on and start with Ecora. Um, royalty and metal stream revenue for first half of 23, 42.7 versus 93.2, reflecting this um, transition that the, company, that the company's going through to mining outside the group's private royalty area at Kestrel. So adjusted EPS was nine cents versus 28, uh, a loss before tax of 10 million, um, and net debt stands at 43. So um, what are your thoughts on this in their transition process? Um, yeah, obviously they announced that move away from coal royalties some time ago now, and it takes, it's taking a while to, um, to complete that fully, but you're still seeing the impact of lower revenues from that, but also this is probably the first period where we've rolled over from the higher commodity prices from last year, so you're getting a, a double impact of not getting that um, so much coal revenue um, and also lower metal prices as much of the um, exposure is now in cobalt, copper, nickel, so significant reduction in average pricing as well as metal volumes that they're receiving as a, as a group. Um, they've got a two to three year target of 100 million per annum of royalty income. So they're not too far off that run rate at 44 and a half at the moment and they've outlined various um, ways that they see themselves achieving that from higher production in the near term at Voices Bay which will bring in more cobalt um, and some other development projects as well where they've got royalty exposure so it's the, the, the ramp up to that target level isn't purely based on commodity price forecasts um, obviously, if we get a recovery, then they might achieve that sooner, um, but they're not too far off their um, medium-term target. So although this is a long way below H1 last year, um, it's probably largely in line with expectations. Yeah, I certainly got that sense. And, you know, at the moment, you're still getting a 6% uh, yield on Acora. Um, so... Um, We'll see how that unfolds and hopefully they, they keep to uh, guidance and it uh, unfolds in that positive way for the generation of the uh, stream revenues. Um, moving on to another name, um, Rainbow Rare Earths. Um, stock has had a nice move since sort of mid-July-ish. Um, I think that's more to do with um, expectations on their Brazilian uh, project. However, the news out today uh, was Rainbow's process flow sheet successfully produced, produced a mix of rare earth sulfate at the Falabora uh, front-end pilot plant in South Africa. So um, I was wondering if you could kindly comment on that. Um, yeah, this looks like a good milestone to have achieved. Um, so the recoveries for the sulfate were around 65%. Um, so that's in line with their PA expectations, which is obviously um, positive to 
have hit that. Um, they could sell this product as a standalone product, and they've guided that um, for that you get around a sixty percent um, payability against the the benchmark price for the baskets of oxides. Obviously, the key thing in the rare earth space is what, particularly at the moment, is getting downstream processing ex China. Um, so the next phase of this process is that they will be shipping this sulfate to a third party in Florida who will be processing these into the individual rare earth oxides with the first batch due back in Q4 2023. Um, they've highlighted that they're looking at their own integrated solutions for the downstream um, but aren't committed to it. Obviously, given that structural shortage of ex-China processing capacity and the know-how of how to do it, um, a successful um, result for this downstream processing from the pilot plant batch would be quite a significant milestone um, and would help them in securing uh, offtake as downstream users would know that it is possible to process this into the um, appropriate end products. That sounds very encouraging indeed and um, stock price is doing very well so keep your eyes on on, on rainbow rare earths and um, just wondered if you had some thoughts on Ionic. Uh, yeah another rare earth project this time um, in, in Uganda, or they do have a separate um, recycling business that seems to be uh, progressing well in Belfast. Uh, but today's announcement focuses on Makutu in Uganda. Um, so the Ugandan government has made some changes to its mining regulations, which the company reports was a prerequisite to their final step um, before their mining licenses granted that final step is a payment by the company to the government um, to secure the mining license um, that is a modest fee it's only five and a half thousand US dollars and once that's paid then um, they will wait for the government to um, issue that license now um, their share price has drifted off in the last few months while they've been waiting for these. There's not a huge amount you can do while just waiting for the for the for the government to come through on these things and, and gauging permitting timelines is notoriously tricky. But again that's a positive milestone that has has now come through and it does look like they they will get that license um, to progress in Uganda. Very good. Um, perhaps unless there's any other names that you want to highlight, we might draw it to a close and wish our listeners a very good day. Uh, no, that's everything. Thanks, David. Thank you very much. This podcast has been produced and edited by VSA Capital. It is intended for information purposes and not as investment advice. The information is intended for recipients who understand the risks associated with equity investments in smaller companies. Please do your own research and do not rely on a single source when making an investment decision.
VSA Capital may derive fees from this content and seeks to do business with the companies mentioned.